Now, the reason a lot of people have inward chins and hook noses, etc., is because the face is actually collapsing inwards and it's falling back that way. I should probably go side on. So it's falling back that way. It's going in and down. Okay, guys, this is going to be a little bit of a longer one. A lot of you will remember the video from MSI College, which was uh, how to become a better looking man. Um, if you wanted to as well, go and check out the video that I did, the interview that I did with uh, Dr. Mike Mew, who was the guy who originally started all of this, who started an absolute genius. Uh, very hard to understand sometimes how smart this guy is when he's talking about all the different components. I think... Quite honestly, he needs to dumb down his stuff so that he can reach a much wider audience. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message him this week, actually, to see if I can get him on this podcast. Um, I've got the two mics out. You can't see the one there. I've got this, this one here. Just sit him at this table, have a chat with him, um, and get him to break it down in a format where he's talking to people who are novices in this subject who don't know what he's talking about. So every time he starts to elaborate, I can stop and say, okay, explain that, bring that back. I think that would be the best format for him to, uh, to really get his point across and really explain what he's doing. If I can get him on this podcast, I'll be so happy. I'm sure, I'm sure I can, but he's a very busy guy. I'll have to maybe, I'll maybe have to go to his offices again and maybe set something up. I don't know. Uh, but I'll try for you guys. Anyway, I'll do my best to explain today. So how to become a better looking guy. Now in a world of you know, social media, plastic surgery, um, and I've got to do a documentary on this soon. There's a lot of shit going on at the moment with guys where I'm, I'm hearing more and more about this every single day where um, guys are getting jaw injections, they're getting cheekbone injections, they get, the, the jaw injections are a big thing. They're getting transplants here, transplants here. Um, it's, it's all become more and more normal. I've seen guys with chest or well, pec implants, you know, chest out here and they haven't gone in the gym once in their whole life. Ab implants is a big one. Uh, probably calf implants as well. There's probably, I, I, I haven't seen that, but I imagine that's going to be a big one in the next like five to 10 years. And it'll all be normalized, right? Guys wearing wigs, changing their hair every single day. You know, the bar for guys is just going like this every single day. I didn't realize how many people I know that I'm close to, good friends of mine, have had their teeth done, their jaws realigned, jaw surgery, um, their teeth whitened, etc. Uh, jaw injections, getting minor lip fillers. It's craziness. Now, I'm not going to judge it and say, oh, this is gay, this is that. We're in a new era now, guys. You know, people can do whatever they want to do, you know. So, um, I don't judge anybody, let everybody do whatever they want to do. Um, it is what it is. We live in 2000 and, I mean, let's say 2020 now, so... Um, let everybody do what they want to do. Let everybody be their, be their own self, right? So it is what it is. But I've got a different take on it, thanks to Mike Mew, which is uh, the orthotropics aspect. So everybody's like using the cheat codes, trying to get the jaw fillers, etc., trying to make themselves look good. Um, Dr. Mike Mew and orthotropics revolves around a couple of things. Muscle usage, habits and lifestyle, and oral posture. So starting with the first one is muscle usage. So around about here, jaw muscles, especially with the vegan diet. I'm vegan now as well. I've noticed that the diet is a lot softer unless you're eating raw foods and uh, you need to compensate in some way or another. But we live in a world now where everything is fizzy sodas, soft foods, you know, 
Nothing is like tough, strong steak meat like it used to be. You don't have to like chew through an animal's hide just to get through to the, uh, you know, through to the skin itself. Um, so these jaw muscles are not being worked as much, right? Which means that our jaws are falling open. So most people are sitting there like this. And if you, you know, sitting in front of the computer screens, for example, hunched over, mouth open, playing video games, same thing. Mouth open, not really thinking about what you're doing. Television, same thing. And uh, my phone's not actually here at the moment. But phone's the same, you know, looking down at your phone for hours on end. Mouth open, texting away. And it just leads to these habits um, where, you know, you do something enough and your body will change. I remember there was a guy in India who sat there with his hand like that, raised up in the air for years on end. uh, And now it's fixed there. I think they celebrate him as a god or something, but it's fixed there now. So it, it just shows that over time, I think it's your bones recalcify, recalcify, I think. I'm probably butchering that, but I, like I said, I'm no expert. Um, but they keep rebuilding or remodeling. I think it'd be easier to say bone remodeling. Um, and they keep doing this over time. So based on your posture changes, based on what you're doing in your life every day, your bones will remodel to fit that lifestyle, right? It makes sense. It's, it will just make your life easier based on what you're doing. Whether that's strengthening, whether that's a postural change, whatnot. So if we're all sat, you know, we're eating softer foods, our diets aren't as good as they used to be. So our jaws are getting weaker. So this is more likely to fall open. And then we've got what is called uh, tech neck is what a lot of people are calling it, where everybody's chins and necks are pushed back here. And they're slouchy, where they're sitting in front of, like I said, phones, TV screens, etc. Now, this isn't going to be as strong, and our habits and lifestyle are very much forced downwards, you know, and they're pushing our, our chins backwards, our jaws inwards, you know, everything here is just receding. And it's very rare these days to find somebody with a very good, strong jawline. Very, very rare, because they're not getting the muscle usage here, and they're not getting the, uh, the correct posture, you know, sat straight, upright. It's very hard to do, especially even if, even when you know what you're doing. It's very hard to do because, you know, the mass of technology. I just look around this room. I've got one, two, three, maybe four things where, you know, I could sit in front of a screen and doing completely different things. And that's everybody's, you know, daily basis. You look down at this mouse, it's down. You look down at the keyboard, it's down. You look down at this notepad here, it's down. Everything is down, 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 making our lives easier. This desk, you know, it's down when you're working on it. You could get a standing desk, etc. But again, you'd probably have to look down to use it. Now, it's, I'm just looking around at these light switches. They're lower, door handles lower. You know, everything is built for convenience so we can just grab it in front of us rather than, you know, being at a level where we can just stay upright. It's usually down here, um, which makes sense. And that's forcing our postures downwards. Now, if you open your mouth, it's impossible to keep your tongue on the roof of your mouth. So it's going to fall off, right? The tongue being on the roof of the mouth, on the palate at the top, up here, you can push it with your thumb. That's where it should be. It should be sitting like that and forcing upwards because you've got a bone here called the maxilla bone, which covers basically all of your face. If you go on Google and search maxilla bone, it covers pretty much the whole of your face and you can see why this is going to be very important. Now, if this is strong, your habits are good, your mouth is closed. Mike Muir always says, teeth together, lips together, tongue on the roof of your mouth. Um, 
And if the tongue is on the roof of your mouth, you know, and forcing that palate upwards, then it's going to drive up the maxilla bone forwards and upwards, and it's going to give it this forward tilt. Now, the reason a lot of people have inward chins and hook noses, etc., is because the face is actually collapsing inwards and it's falling back that way. I should probably go side on. So it's falling back that way. It's going in and down. Now, if you're going to... If you're going to get a stronger jaw, better, strong, uh, better tongue posture, and you're going to be forcing it upwards and forwards, it's going to head that way, which is going to give you a nice, strong, forward-facing posture, um, and it's going to push up these cheekbones and make them higher and point them up outwards that way. Um, with the, I think it's the pterygoid muscle here. I think you can use that by chewing a lot. I did, an, I did a video on that before, on the part two of the old one. And that's going to make this area stronger, which gives you just like more definition and more width that way, which makes your face look a lot more symmetrical. But with uh, modern habits, etc., most people's tongues aren't on the roof of their mouth. They've got weak jaws, so let's say they go to sleep. Um, they're not paying attention. The tongue falls off the roof of the mouth. The mouth opens. This gets longer, recedes back. It's the same when they're looking at screens, you know, you're not paying attention, you're watching Game of Thrones, you're really into it, you lean forward, mouth open, everything collapses, falls back. If you take a look at Drake, I watched some video that he had yesterday, about a two-hour interview on some, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, um, but they did a lot of close-up shots of Drake and his cheekbones are like falling down here now. If he didn't have his beard, he'd really, really be struggling. I think they use a lot of makeup in music videos to make him look better than what he actually does. I think give it another five, ten years and we're going to start having like memes and videos, unless he gets surgery, of um, people saying what the hell happened to Drake. I can see his whole face is collapsing here. It's from the lifestyle, you know. Too much alcohol, um, you know, using technology all the time. He's not really paying attention. He doesn't really need to worry. Diet's probably not the best. He's not in the, you know, he's not in fantastic shape. He's always yo-yoed in terms of like being, having a dad bod, etc. Um, alcohol's a big one. You can't, while you're asleep, this just falls down. It's, it's really bad. Um, but it brings us on to the next one, which is uh, another way. Sorry, I just got to put this back on. Another way to make yourself a more attractive man. And that's here. People see hollow cheeks. I don't know if you've ever seen models with hollow cheeks where it dips in here, exaggerates that feature and that feature, the jaw and the cheekbones, makes your face look a little bit more symmetrical. I think they're the rarest feature um, that anybody could have. I think they're rarer than high cheekbones. Now, how do you get them? And contrary to belief, because I've seen this on the internet a lot, it's not from sucking dick. I see that all the time. Okay? So... This here, this muscle here is called the buccinator muscle. Now, the buccinator muscle works like any other muscle with hypertrophy and atrophy. So, hypertrophy means, the whole concept means use it or lose it. So, in sports, if you don't train your muscles or if you don't train often or play often, you're not going to be as good as you were if you were using them all the time. So, if you haven't squatted in a year and you used to squat 200 kg, you're probably going to come back and squat about 130, 140 if you haven't squatted in a year because your body's, your muscles aren't going to be the same as what they were. But you will get it back quicker. That's, that's for another video. Um, but use it or lose it basically means hypertrophy, atrophy. The muscles will get smaller when you're not using them. They'll get bigger when you're using them. It's like breaking your arms. You break your arm, you put it in a cast, it gets smaller because you're not using it. The same happens here with the buccinator muscles. So if you look at a lot of people from, um, from Asia... They'll be, they slurp their food. A lot of it, it might be 
there's a lot of carbs, you know, a lot of carbs that they don't chop up. So when they eat their food, they'll slurp it from the bowl, um, you know, and it's not chopped up in the way that we would do it in the Western world. We might eat, I don't know, like a strong steak or like some raw food or something or and uh, they'll slurp the majority of their food. They might tip the bowl back and slurp it at the end. And uh, it makes this muscle here, the buccinator muscle, work more often. You know, it's like uh, if you blow, you can feel the muscles working. If you suck, you can feel those muscles working again. So they're getting worked more often. They're getting bigger. And uh, they call it cherubic cheeks. Like if you look at a baby, a baby has big cherubic cheeks because they suck all their food. Once you become an adult, we chew our food, we break it down, we swallow it with our tongue on the roof of our mouth, only using our throat. So we swallow it down, just like that. And we're not using these muscles here. Whereas a lot of people, because of our lifestyles and our diet, especially in places like Asia, where they have rounder faces and everyone thinks it's genetic for some reason, yet you get, a, you get like an Asian man who moves to America, becomes a movie star, high cheekbones, hollow, you know, it's ridiculous how people think it's genetic. Um, but a lot of people have been trained with the lifestyles and the diets, the food that we have, to swallow using these buccinator muscles here. And the more that they're used, the puffier the face will get. And you can still be an attractive person. I've seen a lot of attractive women with puffy cheeks and the rest of their features are nice. Um, but if you want to hit, you know, if you want to really improve your face or at least hit that top level of attractiveness, if you stop using these muscles here and swallow correctly, so you're swallowing from here, not here, and there's plenty of videos out there for this, then these will over time start to deteriorate and hollow out. Is it Mike Mew taught me, he said, uh, obviously the use of these muscles is important, the use of the tongue is important, he said, but we always forget the action of, of using a muscle less, of not using a muscle. And that's exactly what is going on here. So the less you use it, the thinner it will get, because there's, there's very little body fat here. A lot of people don't realize. Um, and as the buccinator muscles thin out, they'll start to go in, they'll start to hollow, they're going to enhance the cheekbones more, they're going to enhance the jaws more, they're going to give your face more of a manly looking structure and make you a better looking guy. Um, now that's a brief overview, so obviously we've covered a few little aspects there, there's plenty of more things that you can do. You can use Mastitha gum. Mastitha gum is like a solid gum that when you chew it, you can get it from, uh, from Amazon. There's another gum, too. I can't remember the name. But I always use Mastitha gum. I haven't used it for a few, maybe a year now. I just haven't really been paying attention to strengthening the jaw. More tongue on the roof of the mouth stuff. Um, but you can strengthen here, especially if you're on the vegan diet. I need to get back to it soon, of strengthening these muscles here. And the stronger they'll be, the more likely, you know, you're going to get a wider face, which is great, but the more likely this is going to be shut tight and the tongue's going to be on the roof of the mouth and you're going to be pushing that maxilla forward. This will follow suit. So as this goes forward, this follows suit. My you said it was like a closing door, like a hinge. So the two will like come together and match. So push this forward. This will follow suit. Swallow correctly. This will go in and you start to take shape of the face. Um... It sounds very crazy, I know, guys. It sounds extremely crazy. Sorry, the other thing you can do as well is tongue chewing. So get a soft piece of chewing gum, normal chewing gum. I use two pieces because if I use one, I tend to swallow it when I'm pushing my tongue on the roof of my mouth. You use two pieces, push it to what the... It needs to be the back third as well. So a lot of people a lot of people will do this. A lot of people will push the top of the tongue there against the roof of the mouth. It needs to be the back third so that it's pushing it like that, upwards 
and forwards. So if you can get that third, I think he might call it the posterior third, push that on the roof of the mouth as well as the rest of the tongue, but really force it from there. Try and get that chewing gum, the two pieces, but be safe, obviously. Do it at your own accord. Um, push that chewing gum to the back of the mouth, the roof of the mouth, the posterior third, and keep driving it up. Keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. Maybe 10 times, and then roll it back up into a ball, put it back there with your tongue, and keep driving it up there. If you do that for an hour or two, your tongue's going to ache, which is great because it's going to get stronger. And also you're going to be pushing that maxilla bone upwards and forwards, giving you a more symmetrical, forward-facing, more developed face, and the jaw's going to follow suit. And as I was saying, guys, I know this all sounds crazy. I know everybody wants to say, oh, it's genetics because it's easier to blame. Um, I would probably say based, I'm no expert, but based on what I've seen and what I've been told, I think genetics is responsible for about 40% of the way we look. 60% is environmental, our daily habits, muscle usage, posture, um, you know, the place where we live. So if you live in a certain country where there's a lot of technology, I, I think places in Asia are really going to suffer over the next 20 to 30 years. I think with their diets and the way that they're using technology 24-7, you know, they live on technology. Same is going to happen in America as well eventually, but the faces are just going inwards and downwards and it is great to look good, but also it creates a lot of health concerns where people can't breathe properly, their fitness levels aren't as good. Um, I think sleep apnea and things of this nature. So there's a there's a health aspect to it too, which is which is massively important, um, way more important than the aesthetic issue. But like I said, a lot of people want to look good. Um, and the male industry right now, the male population, have probably never been as concerned with their looks as they are. Um, so doing this, you know, isn't a must, but I guess it's good practice because if you just do this every day and forget about it and just make it like part of your daily life, your daily habits, then in 15, 20 years time, you're still going to look good, if not better. It's worth it. Like as much as people say our oh, life isn't about looks and it's not, etc., it doesn't hurt, does it? You know, life is a little bit easier when you look good. So if there is a solvable way to do this, if there is a solution for this and it costs nothing to do, why not do it? You know, just put your screens higher up. Just put your screen on a platform. So when you're at work, you're looking upwards rather than downwards. Um, put your laptop on a platform. When you're using your phone, try and hold it there. Try and hold it there. You know, if you can't, then limit the usage. So use it for five minutes Back up, tongue on the roof of the mouth. You know, when you're traveling, use gum, push it to the roof of your mouth, chew. It's very, it's actually very easy to do. It's just knowing this stuff and then remembering it. But, you know, that's basically the video for today, guys. So on how to become a better looking man. I hope that helps. I hope that breaks it down in a dumber way because I'm not as smart as Mike Mew. Um... And I'll do my best to get him on the podcast. I think it'd be fantastic for somebody who is, I wouldn't say I'm an amateur, but I, I know n not even half as much as he knows. Obviously, he was the originator of all of this. And I can kind of throw things at him and say, okay, that's great, but what about in a modern life sense? So if you, we all need to use our phones. We all want to watch TV. We all need to use computer screens to work. What's the solutions? What can we do? How can we get around this? You know, I'll ask him those sort of questions and we'll see what we can do. Um, but I hope this video helps, guys, in terms of breaking down like the earliest steps of how to become a better looking guy. And I hope it helps you in your lives. But it's not going to happen overnight. Give it time. But good luck, guys.
appreciate all the support and the continued support. Um, thank you for sticking with us throughout all of this. I know it's been tough, like getting back to this point and setting it all back up. Um, First Man is going to return to the old MSI college days of producing daily content like this, um, where we're really trying to help you. We're going to do videos, documentaries, um, podcasts, discussions like this. I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do a show. The One M show is going to be fun. Going to do One M live, where there's maybe live events like UFC, boxing, football, and we react to them. I think that's going to be really fun. Um, and just a lot more stuff. I'm just going to go out there and just find as much content as possible, bring it to you guys. I'm not going to sell you anything. I might make my own products in the future, but they're only going to be good quality ones. But I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm not going to ask you to follow and like this channel. I want to do it a different way. I don't want to monetize my YouTube. I don't want to, you know, I, I, I want to put music on here because I'm not monetizing it. There's no copyright, so I can just put music on here. I just want to make it as entertaining as possible. Just put content out, ask for nothing in return, see how big the brand gets, hopefully take out somebody like GQ and just become the biggest men's brand in the world and just sit at the top and say, this is the right way to do it. Not, here's a piece of content on the 10 watches that you should be wearing this summer, but they're all ads paid for by a company. I don't want to do that shit. I don't want to do that at all. I want to just give back to you guys, maybe do 1M reviews on like a product once a month that I think actually has value and is worth buying. Um, But I don't want to have like a whole magazine or a whole website like GQ where everything is an ad. Oh, look at these shorts. These are the 10 swim shorts that you need to be taking on holiday with you this summer. Oh yeah, sure. You know, the price is next to them. The website's next to them. They're all paid for. It couldn't be more obvious. I, I don't think there's any channels out there like this that are trying to you know, provide for men, provide support. So that's what I want to do, guys. I want to get back to those days. But that's it. Ran over. Um, I hope you're enjoying the consistent content. We're back. We should be back for good. Podcast coming on the 2nd of January. I've got a guy called Jack Spring, who's the youngest director ever in the UK coming on. Funny guy. Um, looking forward to talking with him. He's going to have some great stories. You know, he managed to raise $150,000 at the age of 19 to create his first film. Any of you directors out there, videographers, whatever, he's going to come on. I'm going to ask him, you know, what tips would you give? What advice would you give? Hopefully you find some golden nuggets in there that push you forward in your life. Seems like a great guy. Steve's going to come on. Steve Walker, the fitness guy that you've seen on the other videos, the personal trainer. He's coming on on the 3rd. So we're going to sit here and have a little discussion about fitness, testosterone, men's lifestyles. I think you guys are really going to enjoy that one. Um, I'm trying to get, and I think he might come on, obviously Mike knew, but Steve Bartlett, who runs Social Chain. I was speaking to his agent the other day. That should be interesting. Um, if you don't know Social Chain, I'll have a little look at what they did. Very impressive stuff. If I can get him on, talk about the future of social media, um, how he created, what he created. That would be a fantastic chat. And a lot more fitness guys in the UK. I'm trying to look at guys like Mike Thursden. I think it'd be very exciting to get them all on. But they'll all come on over time. It's inevitable. This brand's going to grow so big. I think the audience will be there. You know, it's just a general discussion. They're, they're going to get good feedback out of it. So um, it's going to be very good for the future. But as I said, not asking for anything in return, guys. Enjoy the content. See you next time. Mm-hmm.